Hey gang, Sean here. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, crap. There's something wrong with the recording. That's what Sean's going to tell us. And that's the first thing from the truth. The fact of the matter is, I'm here to remind you that on September 25th at 5pm, we're going to be recording the podcast at the Nerd Corner. It's a gaming store. It's a, you know, they sell video games, tabletop games, all sorts of stuff. Uh, gaming systems. Um, it's worth coming and checking out. Uh, we're going to be recording there. Uh, we're going to start recording at 5 p.m. I'll probably be there at 4.30. And uh, you can come and say hello and maybe uh, pick up some, some cool merch. Uh, the address is 1626 Lincoln Way, White Oak, PA, 15131. So you put that in your GPS and uh, find your way uh, to check us out. And again, so we're going to be recording. I'll probably be there around 4.30, but we, start, we should start recording around 5-ish. Um, and we'll probably be there till around seven. Um, but we're going to be there. It's going to be fun and excitement. Uh, come check out the store. We're going to be recording there every once a month, uh, going forward. Uh, so again, that's the nerd corner, September 25th. Uh, we're going to start recording around 5 PM and, uh, come check it out and say hello. go and welcome to the Pittsburgh podcast I'm Sean and I'm Ian and this is the only podcast that says suppose Nancy sees me coming out of the shower decides to come on to me I'm looking good I got a luscious V of hair going through my chest pubes down to my ball fro she takes one look at me and goes Oh my God! I had the old bull. Now I want the young calf. And she grabs me by my wiener. What? Step brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. I love that movie. <laughs> How are you, Sniffler? Oh, I'm sick. Well, yeah. I'm getting over it. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, it's not the Rona. No, I got tested, so. Yeah. I'm good. Just a bad virus going around. <sighs> Same symptoms. Yeah. Just not, no. not COVID. It's like, it's like that thing of like, I always love like these people who are like, well, I went to WebMD and I punched into my symptoms and I could have cancer. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that's how, how it is with you, but it's like, I always love people that are like that. Like, I get headaches all the time, and you know, uh, my poop is runny, and uh, you know, I get a ringing in my ear. It could be cancer. No, I, symptoms lined up. I mean, I had yeah. a headache. Yeah. Develop joint pain, fever, 
you know, they were in line, coughing, yeah. nasal congestion, sore throat. I mean, the whole thing. That ended yeah. up being just a cold. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. It was an ass. It is an ass. It was an nasty one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I had to get it checked. I mean, you know, I work with patients. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. So. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, not good times. So. I'm sure. <laughs> but there I was had a. a it was. It was. Uh, I never, I, I woke up the second day. We had a little trouble breathing. I, then I got worried. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just, I was congested and post-nasal dripping all night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got the Captain Jacks. Coughing up a bunch of yellow shit. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. But I think it was just from my nose. Yeah. But because it, it cleared up in like an hour, I was clear. So I don't think it was infection. Still nervous. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Stayed at the extended stay. Oh, nice. That was interesting. Uh, there in West Mifflin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw there's one. In, well, I'll get into that. Cause I, I saw there's one over in uh, Monroeville, too. That's the only reason I wanted to. I, I, I was pretty sure it was with West Mifflin with you because that's easy to get to work. Yeah. I didn't go to work. Not true, yeah. I isolated. Yeah. Just for two days. yourself in an extended stay. Yeah, because Thursday, you know, I finished work and then Friday I was off. Yeah. So I stayed Thursday night and Friday night and came yeah. up this morning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, there's some people that live there. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know that's how that worked. Yeah. Like it's like a, a, a national chain where, like, I mean, like you can, like, Varying rates based upon how long you're staying. It's like there are people who like you know live there. Yeah, right. It's fucking nuts. I saw a guy in there today that was bringing in like you know like a luggage rack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just filled with food. Yeah. I'm like. What is going on? And then I f- figured out that people actually live there. Oh yeah, like I, not- I, I, it's it's one of those deals where it's like, cause I mean, I, I'm sure like the, the room you were in was kind of like an apartment almost. Yeah, I mean, there was a refrigerator and a stove and a microwave and sink. Yeah. But um, but apparently, like, I mean, for like those people who like st- like spend months. Like, you know, hey, I, I got to get away for work and I'll be there for six months <coughs> in yeah. Pittsburgh. And instead of like, you know, I guess like renting a house or, or an apartment, like their company just puts them up like in a place like this, which is like cheaper than like staying in like a regular hotel. Right. But also, you know, also cheaper than like, you know, renting a house or something, you know, for for them to live in during their time. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of workers there because there was a lot of trucks. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of work trucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was there was a lot of trucks there. So I was like, uh, yeah, it was just different. Room was relatively clean. 
you know, I get freaked out about shit. Yeah. Couldn't sit in any of the chairs because there was like fucking mud all over the fucking chairs. Oh, Both nice. office chairs. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? So I put like towels on the chair, actually one of the chairs when I sat down to eat. Yeah. Like my first meal, like that night I really did. I think I picked up. I can't remember when I ate my first night. I must have been really sick. Second night I picked up. I waited too long. I was going to get uh, freaking. uh I wasn't sure what I was going to get. Yeah. And I waited too long and I was like, you know what? I'll just get some Evans. Well, Bob Evans closes at 8 o'clock on fucking Saturday or Friday night. I was like, what? Yeah, they close like super early. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So then I was like, I'll get Chili's. No, they close at 8 o'clock. And then I was like, that's more surprising than Bob Evans. Yeah. Maybe they closed at nine, but they weren't accepting any more on, any more online orders. Yeah. So I was like, interesting. So then I was like, do I really want to? I don't want fast food. Like I wanted something like with substance. I guess I don't know. I just didn't want. I didn't want a McDonald's hamburger. Then I thought about yeah. getting Arby's. I was like, yeah. Arby's sounds good. Yeah. But then. As I was driving by Arby's at like eight fifteen at night, the line was like, oh yeah, ridiculous. And I wasn't feeling good. And I just didn't want to sit in a line. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I had to run to Walmart anyway. So I just ordered something from Denny's. Yeah. And they were supposed to be open till I thought they were open twenty four hours. Yeah, they're uh, closing now. I think because of like nine. Yeah, I think because of like. Worker well, they need to change it on their fucking websites. Yeah, no, I agree. You know what I mean? So, so I, why well, I didn't even know that? I just ordered and I said, I put it in my order. I was like, I'll pick it up at like ten to nine. Yeah. So, and I was gonna get Texas Roadhouse because they're open to eleven, if that's true, and I think they are because yeah. I've picked up Bree at work, and, and that place is always packed. Yeah. But I didn't want to spend that much money, so I just got Denny's and I got. Freaking uh, salad and uh, I got a burger and fries. Yeah. Like a Denny's burger, not like a cheap ass McDonald's burger. Yeah. And uh, I fucking opened the thing up. Seriously. And the burger was like, it was cooked, but it was barely cooked. Yeah. Like, and it was just saturated with grease yeah like there was just great there was there was like grease pull in my box yeah like they didn't even i don't know it's like would you spoon grease on the motherfucker i mean like holy hell yeah and uh so that wasn't i ate like not even half and i was like this is too fucking greasy i'll just eat the fries yeah well so I ate, I ate, a, ate the side of fries and then I had my salad, but they put the fucking salad in with the fucking warm food. So by uh, the time I got yeah. back to the hotel, my fucking cheese and I was melted on my salad. That's how warm the fucking salad yeah. was. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? What a waste of fucking money. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it was. It was like a dreadful experience. You know, it's sad. You should have went to huh. Sheets. I know. I should. I thought about that too, because I went to Sheets too. I went to Walmart and Sheets and Denny's. I was like, you know, I should have just got something from here. Yeah. And uh, of course, it was too late. I didn't think about it. Yeah. I, you know, went went up to 
um, you know, went up to, uh, I already ordered from Denny's, so it was yeah. too late. Yeah, but it's like, it's yeah. that thing, it sucks. It's like, I mean, like, as odd as it is to say, like, you probably would have enjoyed your meal more if you gotten it from Sheets. Right. I think I would have. You know. And the, you know, the thing is, too, I was like, I, and they were like so rare. They were so rushed to get out of there. I mean, yeah. I get it. I mean, I've closed a restaurant down before, but you, you fuck, you're leaving it. You're fucking done at nine. Yeah. Done at nine o'clock. I've closed yeah. restaurants down where I've been there until three in the morning shutting yeah. them. So, anyway, I was like, I looked in the back and I was like, yeah, we have two orders, two to go orders here. One's a Grubhub and one's this. And I was like, and I started looking at the thing, and she kind of looked at me kind of weird. I was like, well, I'm not a driver. I'm not a Grubhub person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know what this is. You know, she have a name, and my name should be on somewhere in there. No, yeah. we don't have a name. So I had to look at the receipt. I was like, all right, whatever. And, there's, and I was like, do you put, I, I need some ketchup. Oh, we put ketchups in there. I'm like, okay. So I get back to the hotel, and there's two fucking ketchup packets in there. Now, I don't know who, nobody in their right mind uses two two ketchup packets for yeah. a cheeseburger and fries. Yeah. I don't even know how that's even. Yeah. I know, I'm on a rant today. You know, no, I mean, you, this is a bad experience. This is horrible. It was. I mean, like, I shouldn't have to, like, I'm ordering food to go pick it up. I mean, this isn't something that's new. We've been doing this for a fucking year and a half. Yeah. This isn't, you know, my best experiences with pickup foods been at Eaton Park every time. Yeah. Every time. I mean, it's money every single time. Which and one? They're friendly. Yeah. Uh, the one at McKeesport. McKeesport? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they run it right, man. Even yeah. when their restaurant was closed, they're running it right. Yeah. Um, but I've done pickup since, um, you know, like, on my way back from night turn, I went out buying breakfast and bring yeah. breakfast. Food's always good. It's always hot. It's ready to go. Plenty of butter and syrup and all that stuff for the you know every every yeah. everybody's happy. So. Yeah. Nice to go containers. You know what I mean. So I had the exact opposite experience at Denny's, but I, at the one in, up in North for sales. Okay. You know, like I I got to go from there like two weeks ago. I like that Denny's. Yeah, it's a good Denny's. But like I had, I you know, like they they asked like I like I'm here for a pickup. I placed the order online. They're like, okay, what's your name? Uh-huh. You know, so like they had that on the receipt, you know, <laughs> and um, you know, like everything was stacked nice and neat. Everything was you know done like mean, the the food was coming I and you know everything was good. You know, I had no complaints. It was very I was very happy. So like it's like fun. Like now, Grant, like I wasn't there like near closing time, but that's no excuse. Okay, so you that know, was your first impression, first ex- no, not first experience, but your first initial impression of when you got there, right? My first impression was fucking Roz outside, fucking a smoking a smoking yeah. a cigarette, like Roz from uh, fucking Monsters Inc. Yeah, smoking a cigarette outside, saying, "You here for your big at?" I'm like, yeah. yeah. Let me say, keep going. Yeah. So like, I mean, yes, yeah, so like I mean, that's the difference. Like, I mean, I, I clearly had like, so it's like, it's funny. Like, if it's a chain restaurant, but your experience was horrible. Oh. Uh-huh. For a pickup, where mine was very nice, and the food was really good when you know it was still good when I got it home. 
know. Yeah, that's great. Did yeah, they put I mean, it in a box or was it in like a container? Oh, it was like in plastic containers and stuff, but like everything was like stacked nice and neat. Like I mean, I, I got what I get. I, I at that day I got um the moons over my hammy and some season fries. And then I got a uh a short stack of um like cinnamon roll pancakes. Uh-huh. You know, and like everything was like perfect. Like now, I mean, and this isn't a complaint because you know, like the the uh, the icing and stuff was a little melty because you know of the drive oh. home and sitting there getting warm in the container. But you know that ain't a problem with fucking cinnamon roll pancakes, you know. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what Nancy got. Like she, oh, she got like the uh, the fit slam. Uh, yeah, so like egg whites and like I mean, everything, everything was fine with that. So like it was like, you know, the, like the exact opposite of the problem you had from what we had, you know. Yeah, m- mine was thrown in a fucking box. Yeah. Yeah, it was, dude. It was. I'll never, n- didn't ever. I'm never yeah. getting food from them again. I'm telling you, I, the ex- just the whole experience was a fucking nightmare. Sure it. it was, dude. That burger was so bad. I didn't even see any grill marks on the motherfucker. Not even yeah. grill marks, but um, flat top marks on that burger. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this was a burger that was um, sandbagged, and they gave me the end of the night sandbag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the end of the night, like, hotel yeah. filled with burgers. Yeah. I think that's what happened, because I, I think, think that's so. why there was so much grease in it. Yeah. And water that it just fucking, dude, I... It was awful. Like, I actually got nauseous trying to eat the burger. I could imagine. <laughs> it was awful. And they fucked up my salad because I didn't want any cucumbers or tomatoes on it. Yeah. And they put those all over the fucking place. Yeah. And onions. They put the onions on. I was just I didn't think onions would be good with my gut. No. Because I was no, on no. vacation. Yeah. So... Yeah, but it was awful. Yeah. I had a couple of wild experiences. I had to go back into work on Thursday. <laughs> For what? Well, we're moving. Yeah. Like, they're actually shutting down the call center. We're moving to the Expo Mart. Uh-huh. And um, so anybody who's coming back into the building, like, and this is what I think they did. Like I said, like I said all along, like, I, I honestly thought they were planning, like, they're going to shut down our call center and move us over to that Expo Mart. Uh-huh. Because I felt like with the amount of people they sent home, the majority of them were going to stay at home, and I think that's what's happening. Uh-huh. So it, it's it's cost effective for them to actually shut down our call center and go someplace where we're already renting space and take up a smaller a smaller space mm-hmm. for for the people that are returning, which is like a, like a grand total of like fifty people, from what I'm understanding. Okay. Like a call center of a few hundred people, <coughs> majority of which have gone gone home, and now you know you're only coming back with maybe a grand total of fifty people. Yeah, we'll just move over here and take up a corner. Yeah. So um, so they sent out this email like, if you were somebody who went home in March of 2020, you need to come in, make an appointment to come in and clean out your desk, or else we'll throw your shit away. Oh, okay. I'm like. I mean, I left some stuff behind. Like, it was mostly, like, toys, like, action yeah. figures and shit. Like, nothing like I was – I mean, stuff I wanted to get back, 
but like, I, there was like nothing there that I was like, you know, I mean, there was some candy and stuff I had to throw away. It was like, <clears throat> you know, I'm, uh, this Reese cup can't be good, <laughs> you know. Right, right. Um, but apparently, like they were open, like cleaning the one dude's desk. Got he had a fucking loaf of bread in there. Uh, oh come on. Yeah. They said they pulled out a fucking loaf of bread that had been in his desk for 18 months. And what that look like? Oh, I don't even want to know. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh. It's pre- I can't believe it didn't look like fucking creep show all over his desk with all that fucking mold. <laughs> just crawling out of the out of the drawer and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's so nasty. <laughs> but um, so that but that was weird. That was weird to go in. And, like, that was the first time I had been back in my office in 18 months. Oh, wow. You know, and so it was kind of weird to be in there. <clears throat> Even weirder being in there when there was nobody there. Like, this is like, I went in at 5 o'clock. Yeah. And um, it was like, you know, there should be a ton of people here right now. And it was, like, fucking empty. Ghost town. Yeah. I don't know. This is strange. Yeah. But, um. So I did that. I brought a bunch of shit home. And uh, and yesterday, because I took two days off. I took Thursday and Friday off. And uh, yesterday, I didn't take Nancy because she didn't know where it was. I took her to the um, the DMV in Plum. The Haunted Hayride. I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, but I took her to the DMV to get her, her license renewed. She had to get that taken care of. And uh, <clears throat> on the way there, we stopped at that R Time at Renee's. Have you ever heard of that? R Time at Renee's. No. It's a piece of keyboard. R Time at Renee's. Okay. Yeah, it's like like when you come up. Um, anyway, it's, a, it's it's an East McKee sport. It's it's right there on the main main dragish. Um. But it's this it's this little restaurant. I've always heard of it. Like I, I drove past it all the time when I when I was going to work. Oh, Renee's. Renee's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Expensive. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that expensive. I thought, especially for like like Nancy bought got like the the one pound of fish. Yeah, it's huge. It was delicious though. Yeah. Like it was really well breaded. It wasn't like greasy. Mm-hmm. But like the breading was very thin, so it didn't overpower. And like the fish was a very good tasting fish, mm-hmm. and um, it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And um, I I had a you know a bacon cheeseburger and fries. You know, wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. We were there for lunch, so I wasn't gonna get anything like heavy or anything. But still, I mean that was good. But like her fish was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I'll go back for that fish. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Then where was the other place we? Oh, we went to the fire pit. That was uh That's a place in um. North Huntington. It's right there on thirty. It like in the, like that that shopping center with Target and shit. Okay. Okay. That that place was a little little pricey, um, but like everything they do is like it's like over um, a wood fire grill. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, I just had a bacon cheeseburger and fries. That was good. Uh, you know, well, yeah, I thought it was a little pricey for what I what I was getting, but it was good. But Nancy got um, pork chop with uh, like roasted cauliflower and uh, roasted pineapple. Uh-huh. And it it was that that I had a bite of that pork chop. That pork chop was really fucking good. Really? Yeah, it's nice and juicy. Uh, had had a nice that, that nice charred flavor to it, but still had like a, a nice. Uh, it wasn't dried out like you would expect off of a gr- off of a, a char grill like that. Marinated. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Um, she she really enjoyed it, and like, she's like, "Well, I want to come back here. There's other stuff on the menu I want to try." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. So. You're paying next time. Yeah. Well, she she paid this time actually, so I can't complain. Okay. But um, but yes, I mean, you know, she she was very happy with it. So it was like some. I was like, okay, I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's cool. The only, only problem was we had to wait. We had like a half hour, forty five minute wait before we got in there. Yeah. But other than that, that and I, I thought they had some live entertainer. <laughs> like over, like and we were like all, all the way, like we were in the dining room area, but then they, got, they have a bar area, and the bar area also has like an outside deck. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I mean, whoever the guy was, it's, I mean, it's not like bad karaoke, and it was too loud, like we could hardly hear each other talk. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so like the ambiance aspect of it, like it kind of sucked. Yeah. But, uh, the food was good. So well, that's good. Yeah. That, that's my week in a nutshell there. I didn't watch shit. <coughs> nah. Just keeping up on the stuff I'm watching. You know, Titans. Uh, lower I didn't decks. watch Titans. You don't watch Titans? Mm. It's a good episode. I'm intrigued to see where this all, all winds up. Well, I was in a hotel, so I mean like... Yeah, yeah. You know. You're not exactly going to get HBO Max on, uh, on that TV. No. Showtime was on. Nothing. And then uh, that's all they got was Showtime. Wow. And FX had that's something nice. like, yeah, John Wick 2. So <coughs> I was like, that's pretty cool. I'll watch that, you know. So I watched John Wick 2, and I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe John Wick 3 will play, you know. You know how they do consecutive movies. Yeah. yeah. What was on next was John Wick 2. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck it. is this? Yeah, so it was slim pickings when it came T- to fucking... TNT's good for that, too. Maybe it was TNT that was on. It was one one of those. Yeah. It was either on FX, TNT, or USA. Yeah. Because, like, on TNT, what they'll do, like, I noticed this, like, so, like, I'll tune in for AEW on Wednesday nights, and like, uh-uh. I'll catch, like, the end of, like, it'll be like, Creed 2, you know, okay. Oh, that's, the end of, that's the end of Creed 2. And I watch AEW Dynamite, and I'm like, coming up next uh, after AEW Dynamite, Creed 2. I'm just yeah. like, wow, okay. <laughs> Wonder Brothers has this entire library of movies you can choose from. You're just going to repeat Creed 2, okay? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It was just like, yeah, there wasn't much on. Yeah. So... And I didn't have a brunt. I mean, I didn't have a fire. You know what I mean? With me. Yeah. 
There was no remote in the room either, so everything on the first night was all manual. <laughs> that would have been, I would just had it on ESPN and left it there. <laughs> and Unless then, it was soccer, I'd, change, I'd find a way to change the channel. All right. And then I went to, uh, got a remote the second day. I don't know. Place is something else. It's an interesting place, it sounds like. That's probably like a thing, like, again, like you're talking about those guys, like, they probably brought their, their fire sticks or Roku's or whatever, connecting that shit right up. Yeah, I think they were on the bottom floors. Yeah. If memory serves. Because um, that's where I'm most, they then go to the side door and it yeah. seems to be where they went. I was all the way up on the top level. And, uh, on the non-smoking side, I guess they have a smoking side, which I didn't know. I thought well, I all hotels it, had to be non-smoking. I, I, I think because it's like an extent. I think because it's the extended stay. I think they can do that. Because again, like people who live there for six months, you can't be like, yeah, you can't fucking smoke in here. You gotta well, go yeah. outside. You gotta but, go outside, motherfucker. You know. When when I got off onto the third floor and hit the hallway. Yeah. It was like fucking Kingston, Jamaica, bro. <laughs> For real. Like, it was just like, holy fuck. And that's when I was like, well, I don't think I have COVID because I haven't, definitely haven't lost my sense of smell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, holy shit. And then that was on Thursday and Friday night was even worse. Took a nice deep breath. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, holy fuck. I remember this. Strong with the force, this bull is. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And nobody was coming out or anything. It's just in the oh, hall. Yeah. Just yeah. seeping through the door. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on here? But I, I mean, I didn't care. Yeah. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. But it was. It was like, it was fucking nuts. Couldn't believe how bad it. I mean, like how bad you can smell it. Yeah. So. Whatever. Uh, let's, let's jump in the old show proper here. I, I got, I got a weird story that it boggles my mind how people fucking think. Okay. A UK teen had to undergo emergency surgery after an attempt to measure his manhood resulted in getting a USB cable lodged in his urethra. Huh. <laughs> well, you have to physically put that in. Yeah, well, there, there's my first problem. Who, who wants to put a USB cable in your pee hole? Yeah, I don't. The pain. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the incident reportedly began after an unnamed 15-year-old boy was triggered by sexual curiosity and inserted a USB wire into his urethra per a wince-worthy study published by the medical journal Urology Case Reports. Now, this is like a real story. This is from the New York Post. This isn't like some like bullshit like oddball website up on. This is from the New York Post. So for those, yeah. those who are wondering, um, 
The experiment backfired when the cable became lodged in the curious teen's scrotum like an electronic catheter. Despite attempts to extract it himself, the USB cord became tangled so terribly that both ends were left hanging out of his wired willy. Like, what the fuck? You got the Frank and the beans. Dude, that's nuts. It is. Like, and it, like later on, like, I mean, they, they go through the whole whole thing here, and um, like they talk about, like, experts have also blamed sounding a strange proclivity defined by inserting foreign bodies into one's urethra. Last month, a Randy, Michigan man was left struggling with a pee after he got six kidney beans lodged in his urethra during, during a bizarre attempt at sexual gratification. Um, unfortunately, um, phallus flea maneuvers are becoming more common as everything is, is thanks to social media and in general, the easier way that misinformation can be spread. Like, I'm like, I'm not one to kink shame. Like, you know, there there are people out there and, you know, to each their own. You know, take that as, as an example. But come on, man. Yeah, it's a little odd. Like, I fear the day I have to have a catheter. Right. You know? I'm not looking forward to that day at all. Right. People are like voluntarily putting shit in there. Come on, man. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. It is. And then like to like jam it in there so far that it gets tangled up in your balls. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's it's kind of weird. Anyway. Yeah. It's painful to talk about. It is. Like, I don't even want I, I was like, ugh. So. <laughs> That's not anything you do. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, like, in the insertion part. I'm like, like, from a medical standpoint, like, in the, emer- like, the work that you do, you don't, you don't get those oddball, like, I've got a banana stuck in my ass cases. I, I can't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll just take it as a yes. <laughs> no, I just can't talk about stuff like that. That's where the line is drawn. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint you, folks. No, I understand. I don't know anything I, about such things. I understand. I I was just curious if maybe that that fell into your your department or not. Mm. <laughs> King on the the nerd news. Wait, I want to go on real quick. Did you read about this dude? Have you been following in the news at all about this dude? Um, oh. Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. No. <laughs> uh, this whole Gabby Patino. No. Line laundry thing? No. <clears throat> so, real quick, 
just I'm not going to tell the whole story, but um, I guess this girl, she's a 22 year old girl with her boyfriend. They're traveling across country uh-huh. in a makeshift like camper slash van, a van that they had turned into a camper that they can, you know, just go into campsites and stuff like that. The old 70s shag and wagon. Sort of, but I mean, like, more up-to-date. Where it's, yeah, I understand, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I get it. So they went from, I don't know, I don't know how they went. I think they went from East Coast down to Florida and then over. That's so good. they're going through the desert, or they went Florida to East Coast and over. Anyway, they were planning on going to Yellowstone, all these sites, deserts. I mean, you name it, they were Utah, they were going through everything. And she's texting her mom the whole time, you know, not the whole time, but every three or four days she check in. Because some places you probably can't get service. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, especially like in the Midwest. and. Sure. Yeah. So her and her boyfriend got into an altercation somewhere in Utah, I think. And he had a cut on his eye. Cops were called. <coughs> Sorry. Cops were called. And uh, there was definitely a, you know, for a domestic abuse or something. And she was the one in the cop car. She hit him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, said, do you need help, ma'am? Do you need to split up? Do you need to ride here? No, no, we're good. We're just a fight. Whatever. So anyway, three <laughs> days later, three you have to read the story. Three or four days later, go by, check in. Three or four days later, a text. Two days later, a text. Then nothing for like a week. Right? Right. Nothing comes from her or him. He comes back to wherever they're from. I don't know where they're from. Let's just say Florida for shits and giggles because I just don't remember where where they're from. (coughs) And he comes back by himself. That's weird. With the camper. Right? Right. And so her parents are like, where the fuck is she? You know what I mean? He doesn't say anything. So, five days go by, or two days go by, three days go by, now that she's considered a missing person. Right. right? Mm-hmm. The last person that's seen him, seen her, is still in his parents' house. Right? Right. Like, Talk about your person of interest. Right. The last known person to see her alive or uh, see her, period, was him. Right. And he's not talking to anybody. Now, how is this motherfucker not even arrested? I mean, how does that float through the system where somebody doesn't get arrested? Like... You're the last person to see her. You won't cooperate right. with authorities. Right. How can there not be a warrant for your arrest? Right. I, I mean, like, I just, I, I don't understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Now they can't find him. Yeah. So they think his parents might have, like, booked him a flight. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Out of the country. You know what I mean? But I mean, living on a beach in Belize. I just, I don't understand. I, I just, 
I mean, there was, but the, if you look at the time period, there's a there's a whole week where he wasn't even in custody. Or yeah, I don't I don't quite understand what's going on. I it's just so weird to me. What do you just leave her in the? And so they have search parties in the middle of the fucking desert looking for this person, right. this girl. He's the one that knows it. What happened? But he's right. not cooperating with authorities, not telling them anything. I'm like, in the beginning. And now he's gone. Yeah. I'm like, how is this person not like, you know, can't leave the state of Florida or wherever? Yeah. Person of interest. I I don't know. It's a total collapse. Do you know what I mean? Well, I agree. Like, I mean, it, it, a lot of that shit's always like. Like, how, how did this go on for so long? Or, you know, how was this person not immediately taken into, consu- into custody and shit like that? I, it just, it blows my mind. You know. No wonder serial killers get the shit done for like 10 years before they get caught. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's like, it, it's shit like that. It, it, it's shit like, I mean, you see like, like. I mean, Nancy watches a ton of that, like, you know, unsolved mystery shit or, you know, not unsolved, but like, you know, like, you know, shit like, yeah, true crime shit. And like, you know, like the the guy who like, you know, murdered his wife and kids and then like, you know, tried to like say that the wife, you know, killed herself and, you know, like all sorts of like, like, you know, like, how the fuck did this like, how did you immediately not like go like, okay, well, we're going to take you in and uh hold you while we look into this further right and like you know. and like how is the john benet ramsey story not solved yet i yeah. i just i mean shit like that blows my mind yeah do you know what i mean but this one really blows my mind because the only guy the last person was with her that saw her won't say anything and will not cooperate and all of a sudden he's missing yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And there was a murder out there somewhere where they were camping. There was a double homicide murder of yeah. a newlywed couple camping in one of the campgrounds out west, out there somewhere. I was just like, I don't know what's happening right now, but I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just so weird. It's just such a weird story. I'm like, I'm not like getting hooked on it. I'm just it keeps coming up on my news feed on like news yeah. sites, you know? Yeah. And I'm like I don't know, I just it's driving me a little nuts. Every time yeah. I read it, I just get more angered. I'm just what is this? I don't know. Maybe someone out there can answer that for me on why this guy hasn't been taken into custody like the first day he fucking got back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's going to be like you know some sort of like legal explanation of why you just can't snatch him up. Like, yeah, um, we're just going to hold you. You know, I'm sure there's yeah, some, I mean, some like, sort of. It's like me taking Lisa to the middle of Somerset somewhere and yeah. drop over a field, coming back home and say, and I don't know, telling her mother that. Uh, well, 
seeing her mother and knowing that uh, she's not with me and no one's seen her for three days. And I was the last person that went, you know, and she knew where we were going. Yeah. And I come back alone. I would be in jail. Yeah. I mean, like, as and telling the police when I got back, no, I'm not going to say, I don't know. I'm not saying shit. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? My no, God. I, I agree. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about. I mean, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know. So now she's been missing for like eight days, nine days now. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, it is some nerd news here. Yeah. Um, <coughs> if that was your attempt to turn us into a uh, a true crime podcast, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just don't understand this story. I'm making it. Yeah, you know, there's money to be made there. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, director Dennis. Villeneuve, the guy who directed Dune, the upcoming yeah. Dune, he directed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He's directed some other 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 stuff. Um, he, uh, I guess, in an interview, yeah, I guess he got asked about Marvel movies or comic book movies. Yeah, like it would be all this. And uh, he said there are too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than cut and paste of others. Now, he did go on to say, like, you know, like this initial article, he's like, you know, makes it sound like he's like, you know, just trash. He's like, I, there's still cinema. I, I, I enjoy them to a certain extent, but too many of them are just the same thing. Which makes it sound like, you know, another one of these cranky directors who are like, fuck, we're losing. Like, like won't you people watch something other than Marvel, please? <laughs> You know, as well, a man, as a man, first off, made a a a, re, a, 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 uh, a sequel. Of Dune. Yeah, a remake of Dune and a sequel to Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, isn't that essentially? Isn't that the most hypocritical thing you could possibly come out of your mouth? It feels that way to me. Like, and I, and I, I want to like this guy. I'm not denying right. that in partial truth of what he's saying. Right. Because, I, I, I mean. I do say that when you're remaking. Right. I mean, I I do feel like there is a formula to Marvel movies. Right. Like, I I, I don't, I'm not going to deny that, that they definitely have a formula. Like, Marvel movies have almost become the nickelback of movies, where it's like, you know, they have a formula to how they make their music. It kind of all sounds the same, but people like it and they buy it, Mm. you know? And it's the same thing with Marvel. To a certain extent, they have a formula. They know how to make. They know what type of movie they want to make. They know how they want to make it feel. You know, they follow the formula and it works and it makes money. You know, and I, I can't fault them for having a formula that works. Right. You know, you you know, it, you don't want to have like you know. Captain America feel completely different from Iron Man and Thor 
so that when they're all together in the Avengers, it's not like a mash together of like three different bands that don't sound anything alike. Yeah. You know, there's there's a formula to this. I mean, is it? But there's a formula comic books. You know. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was the old saying was it's the Marvel way. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, there's a Marvel way to making movies as well. This is why they're so successful. Right. You know, but like, I just I hate that this guy's coming off. And I, that, again, Mike and Stern is like, nerds will be like, well, fuck this guy if he doesn't like Marvel movies. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go see his Dune now. You know. Right. But apparently, like another thing he said was, you know, he's been assured by Warner Brothers that as long as as long as the streaming numbers are in line, they'll make the sequel. Yeah. So he he did come out and say that as well. So fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, I just hate that he sounds like 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 he's being put up there with like Christopher Nolan. He's being put up there with like uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, as far as like these grumpy directors. Some of which are like you know like Nolan, who's like he's also come on. He's like he said I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that they're doing this whole streaming thing, but you know I've been told if the streaming numbers are okay, they'll make the sequel. But you know you can see Dune in a the theater. That's how it's meant to be seen. Yeah. You know, and Nolan fucking left Warner Brothers. He's going over to Universal because he's pissed about the whole streaming thing. Oh, really? Yeah, he just he just switched over to Universal for his next movie, which is like the first time in like twenty years he's gonna make a movie that outside of Warner Brothers. <coughs> wow. And it's like it's like that whole I, I mean it's like adapt or die, and some of these guys are refusing to adapt, and I understand that, but, but I also don't. Right, I I don't know. But that's how he's coming off too. Is like you know, he's coming off kind of like Scorsese, you know, Scorsese like you know took Marvel to task. You know, it's not really cinema. Right. But. It's like you you can't hold a grudge against some, like a major franchise. Yeah, you know, Martin Scorsese makes movies for a specific type of people. True, you know? and those people show up. I mean, you know, it's the same thing as like you know, the fucking um, oh, what's his name? Coppola? No. Um, I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. Because people hate him and people love him. Brian Singer? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Brian Singer. There it is. Tyler Perry. Oh, okay. Okay. Tyler Perry makes movies specifically for his people, his fans. Right. You know, he he is not expecting to go outside of that. 
circle. He makes his movies for his people, his fans, and he they go and we watch them. Martin Scorsese is the same thing. It's a bigger audience, but it's the same thing. There, there's a very specific circle of people that are going to go see a Martin Scorsese movie no matter what. Right. right. You know, I, mean, I can't remember where I was going with all this, but okay, I remember now. So, like the, the Coen brothers. Right. Right. So, the Coens as well. Yeah. Same thing. Like, you know, but so the, all these people. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes Anderson. But so, yeah. but all these, all these people, so they, they have like this very specific circle of people that they're making movies for. And that circle never, like, if you look like their movies usually make the same amount of money every time. Yeah. You know, it's like this, cause it's the same people who go, like, they get excited. Oh, Wes Anderson's movie's coming out. I'm like, I can't wait to see it. You know, and they go and they right. see it and they're happy and that's that. And Wes Anderson makes money and everybody makes money and it's, everybody's happy. You know, it's just that Marvel does it for the biggest group of people possible. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like. And it's appealing to all ages. Right. Their demographic like, is right. their, their, their demographic is everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, like my mom was like, well, I'd like to watch those Guardians, those Guardians of the Galaxy. They're funny. I like them. They, they make movies that make everybody smile. Right. Like Scorsese movies are like for the specific group of people who want to watch, you know, Goodfellas again, right. you know, or shit like that. You know, Coppola's the same way. You know, all these guys I'm talking about, like, like even Kevin Smith, like Kevin Smith knows yeah. I make a movie for $15 million. It's going to make 30 million. And I've doubled, doubled my budget. Right. Right. You know, cause the same group of people are going to go, go to the theater to see that movie every fucking time. Right. Right. You know, like, so it's, it's that, that thing of like, you've built your audience. The problem is, the you know the type of movie you make is only going to draw a select group of people, right? And you can't expand that for whatever reason, right? But why are you hold? Why are you so pissed at everybody else? Right. No, I get that. Like the, su- yeah. the success of Marvel doesn't threaten Martin Scorsese because the the same group of people are going to go see his next movie no matter what. Right. You know, those are the people who sat through that three and a half hour Netflix movie he released that, like, you know, and loved it, ate it up. Right. You know, so it's it's that thing of like just staying in your fucking lane, and like especially with the guy who done it with this guy with Vin Lavev, or however you pronounce it. Just stay in your fucking lane, man. <laughs> like if somebody asks you, hey, you, would you be ever be interested in making a Marvel movie? Like, ah, you know, that's not my cup of tea, but I wish them nothing but the best. Right. You know, instead you got to be like, yeah, they just cut and paste shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a. That's kind of dumb to come out like that and say that. It is. But. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, also, too, one can argue that Spielberg had a certain way of making his films as well. There was a science to how he made his films, a lot of his films. Oh, yeah. That's his sweet science on how he does 
things. Ron Howard, same way. He makes his movies very similar. But they they appeal to a broader audience. Marvel just kind of tapped into that Spielberg magic and like 150 times, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, basically, Marvel found a way to tap into that Spielberg Lucas magic. Right. Like the 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 Godfathers of the of the popcorn movie, you right, know, right. the event movie, and right. they figured out a way to like expound upon that, you know, ten thousand fold. Right. You know, so that like a Marvel movie, like 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 we were saying, like about Shang Chi and even about the Eternals, like all you need is that Marvel banner. Right. At this point, we're just all trained. We're trained monkeys who say, "Oh, it's a it's a Marvel movie. That, that's got to be a must see." <coughs> Shane Cheese has done well for it. Yes, I, as a as a pandemic related movie, it's done very well. Just just you know, domestically, I'm not even talking about the international audience. Right. You know? right. So like, it's like one of those things where that banner comes up, and you know. Oh, this is I got a movie I gotta see. Yeah, you know, it's just like a Pavlovian response at this point. Right. Well, I think at this point it's sort of like if you build it, they will come. Yeah. You know, they're gonna come see it. Like I keep hearing this, like you know, well, there's a bubble. There's gonna be a bubble on comic book movie. No, there's not, because as long as you make it a good movie. But yes, it's Pavlovian that we want to see a Marvel movie because we see that Marvel banner. We know, but you know, it's quality is the other side of that. Right. Like even their duds are still good movies. I know. Like Thor two is still watchable. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's just compared to the rest of the other twenty movies. You know, you say, well, wow, Thor two is a bad movie compared to everything else but but it's really not right i mean you know what i mean yeah like if i I would say put thor 2 up against back to the future 3 well i'm gonna watch thor 2 yeah every time you know what i mean i'll sit through natalie portman's (laughs) nonsense you know but yeah i mean that's your point's well taken like i mean that's what i mean like it but you know, so like, I don't know if it's maybe that whole thing of like, he's got to like, like we've discussed with Dune, you got to fight for this audience. Right, like, you do. You have to educate people about the story of Dune to get them to come see it. And that's right. a hard sell to the average moviegoer. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying would, this movie has to be really fucking good. Yeah. And what I'm saying is like, and there's going to be limited people seeing this movie right off the gate, but it has to be so fucking good that you're going to draw on that after effect where, right. where it gets word of mouth and it starts catching fire and then people will see the movie. But I right. just don't think that's going to happen. Right. Because, I mean, the, pro- the problem is the complexity of the story. That's it. The source material, you're not going to be able to. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. like, it's not like you're putting out like a brand new type of Iron Man movie. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's it's Game of Thrones. It's more complex. Right. It's Game of Thrones in space. 
Exactly. Like, like if, if I could nutshell it, that's what I would tell you. It's like, well, what if you say, well, why should I see this movie? Or oh, it's Game of Thrones in space, but, you know, it's also as complex as Game of Thrones, but you only get two and a half hours to figure it out. Right, right, right. You know, oh, fuck, that's, uh, so, like, that that's, that's the problem with, like, making this movie, and, you know, what I'm intrigued to see is, like, well, how do you simplify it? Like, again, like, I, this is only the, the half of the story. This is the first yeah. half of the, of the first book, but still, it's, like, there's so much information you you as a viewer have to receive and understand to understand the politics of the galaxy that it might overwhelm you. You know, oh, yeah. when, you, when you look back at Lynch's version of this, you know, in a two hour movie, he, he tried to simplify something that was very difficult to simplify into a two hour movie. Right. You know, this is not being simplified in a two-hour two movie, but still, it, you have to like. I have to walk out of the theater understanding the importance of what's happened, right? So that the next half, the next two and a half hours, is something I want to see. Essentially, you have to turn it into the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's the only. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's like you know well they took the hobbit and they made three movies out of it and they only needed to make two but no like this may need have needed three movies you're right to tell the whole right. like to really make you understand this one book right, right. you know right but i mean the lord of the rings they achieved that i'm talking the not the hobbit but the original right but you didn't have the complexities you know of of the politics right. involved with it. No, no, you did. You know. No, the, you didn't. I mean, I mean, it, honestly, it's like they're like if they you, peeled if you, back the onions. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the. But I don't know if you can do that with this. Right, because like if you look at it this way, and this is this is the kind of way, like if you look at the first Game of Thrones season. That whole entire season, that first book, is nothing more than a setup and a, an explanation of the world. Right. You know, season one of Game of Thrones, if you look at it, it's ten episodes of nothing but this is how shit runs in this world. Right. And Sean Bean, the guy that you think is supposed to be the hero, he's, you know, spoiler alert. Correct. He doesn't make it, <laughs> you know, right. but, but that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, he's the fall guy. He's, he's set up that way. His character is set up that way because he's there to do nothing more than give you exposition about how this world works. And every book after that expands upon that. So here's the problem now in Dune, you've got one book, one monster of a book explaining everything you need to know politically about this universe and why, all the machinations are taking place to bring down House Atreides. Right. You know, but how do you explain that in a two and a half hour movie <coughs> to a point where you say, well, okay, I'm excited. I want to see what happens next. Right. And yeah, I know. I... And more importantly, how do you do that to somebody who's never read the book? You got to make it good. Yeah. 
And I just don't know if the source material is that good in order to be able to be trade that way. Like in like movie I, versus reading. Yeah. Like, I remember going in to see Dune. They actually gave me a pamphlet explaining the universe. Right. Like, it was like, you need to read this primer before you can watch this fucking movie. And even that was like, I was still like, what the fuck is going on? So, I mean, <sighs> I have I've faith. I've been there. I've yeah. been with you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I have faith in this movie. Like, and this guy, but you're you're painting yourself into a hole where you're gonna piss people off about a movie that you've made that's extraordinarily complex, you know, and you're trying to tra- attract the average fan who's like, I like Marvel movies because they're fun. Right, exactly. You know, Dune is not fun. No, there's nothing about it. No, there's, there's nothing fun about Dune. Jason Momoa may be in this movie, but he will not be doing a, yeah, my man. There will be none of that in this movie. Right. You know. Yeah, you're going to see more of a serious yeah. side to Jason Momoa. Who is he playing? Duncan Idaho. Okay. I don't he was remember. Kind of- He's kind of like the um, a knight. He's like a knight in in many ways. Mm. Like you know, he he's like the because I, I think James Brolin is playing Gurney. And Gurney is like the the head of like the army, and I think Duncan okay, Idaho yeah. is like that next guy. I see. You know what I mean? Like if I could kind of like make a parallel to of some type, like who's you know, playing? Who are playing the brothers? Where's where are they brothers? Yeah, I I know. Um, the Beast Ramon is being played by. Uh, Dave Batista. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um I don't I don't think they, they, they show the other brother. So really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know who's playing him. Because he doesn't really come around he like he make like in the book he like he makes appearances but he's not like a, a, a major contributor until the, the second half of the book. Yeah. Because the the Baron who who's being played by uh Skarsgard, the the old man. Oh really? Yeah. Another like I mean this is cast is fucking amazing. You know, but it's like Man, I hope this works. But um but he you know, he, he he's telling Fane, he's like, you know, you have to let Ramon we're gonna go in, we're gonna take take back Arrakis. We gotta let, you know, Ramon be the beast and, and grind them down to a nub. Then we're gonna send you in as a savior, you know. So the Baron, the Baron has a plan on how to like take. Not only Ramon has to take Dune, but then his plan is for the people to be so ground down by 
him that when when fame comes in, the people are happy to be under the a, a, a different rule. A different ruler, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. Like, I mean, but that's like the machinations that like have to take place that you have to like re- like read and understand and all this has to be explained and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> we'll see yeah a couple weeks away I can't wait yeah I gotta make sure I got I'm gonna take a Friday off to see an early Friday showing Right. Yeah, so I could like 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 be in there like kind of like by myself, like you know, like you know, like a Friday morning, like for or early Friday afternoon showing, like a one o'clock or a noon show, like nobody's gonna fucking be in the theater. So I can sit back, relax, and enjoy it. And then Saturday I'll watch it again on HBO Max. There you go. Yeah. What if it's terrible? Are you gonna watch it again? Yeah, I will. I'll watch it again because, like, I, I want to, like, if I walk out of the theater and I'm like, fuck, that was fucking awful, you know, <laughs> I'm going to watch it again just to, like, kind of, like, like verify that. Like, I, like how bad, like, I, I, I want to give an honest opinion of it. Like, I, I as badly as I want to love this movie, I want to give an honest opinion of it. And so when I mm. when I do watch it, I'll watch it a second time. So like, because like maybe the first time I watch it as a fan, and I didn't get what I wanted. But if I watch it a second right, right. time and I try to watch it as a non fan, maybe I'll I'll get more out of it then. Right. You know. So that, that's that's always tough to do. Like you know, as a fan, you're watching a movie, and you're like, well, this isn't fucking right. I fucked that up. Oh, yeah, I can't. Man, it. You know. So maybe the, that Excellent. second viewing, I'll be like, okay, this is. But like everything I'm seeing, like I mean, if they beat at the Cannes Film Festival, like, you know, it, it got rave reviews. So really, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We we will see. All right, so before we wrap up. I got a text message from Thad this week. Okay. And in this text message, he said, hey, I'm going to see Shang-Chi in 4D. I'm in Buffalo. I'm going to a 4D theater to see it. If I send you an email with a review, will you read it? And I said, yes, just don't spoil anything. So, yeah, I should have been more specific because, of course, it's riddled with Thad's hijinks. But I do want to give some of the information that he provided about his experience. I'll try to edit this as heavily as possible. Okay. So, 4D, you said. 4D, yes. And. Well, I'll let that explain. So he went to go see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And uh, when I sat down in the seat, I had to buckle my feet in the stirrups 
the seats will move. The auditorium is pretty awesome. It has all sorts of extra gadgets for the 4D experience. So, like, he sent me pictures, and it's like fans, like these gigantic fans on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the seats, apparently, like he said, like, like there's a, you know, that you have to put like, your feet in like these stirrups to keep them in place. And also, apparently, there's a seat belt in your on your seat because, um, as he showed me, he sent me a video during the Spider Man trailer. The, the whole thing moves. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, he also showed me that there was a button for you, like if you wanted to have water sprayed on you or not. Okay. Because apparently that's part of the experience. Depending <coughs> on the movie. Um, he says, watching the movie in full motion seems like trying to watch a movie in a life raft. In the middle of the ocean. <clears throat> the seats did not stop moving for two hours. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like that part yeah. of it. No. I was, thinking, I was just thinking, I was like, it'd be really cool to see a 4D Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think I might be sick by the end of it. Because right. This is all the space stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he said he, he enjoyed it. He, he thought the experience was fantastic. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can give you. <laughs> Did he say the movie was good? Yeah, I didn't ask him about the movie. I just wanted the 4D experience. Because if I ask him about the movie, you know, he's going to fucking spoil it for me. Yeah. So just, just the 4D experience. So he enjoyed the 4D experience. Um, he said something he... he, he he would go and do it again. I think he said that one ticket was twenty bucks for just for four D. <coughs> but um, that's pretty cool. I wonder why yeah. we don't have one of those in Pittsburgh. I don't know. She's kind of odd, right? I don't. I, I wouldn't want to go to one. Like I even said when like they announced this stuff, like I, 4D just sounds like too much. You know, 4D sounds like Final Destination in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Water the, fans. Like, the last thing I need is like you know. Electrical circuitry. Yeah, like being shocked in the middle of a movie. Like no, thank you. Yeah. I, I don't need wind blowing in my face. Like I, I like I. I to me, like the 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 cinem- the IMAX experience or the the XD experience, um, that's fully immersive enough. Like it takes up my 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 uh, my my eye view. Yeah. You know, I, I I feel fully immersed in the movie, and you know that's all I need. Like everything else is like, even 3D, I wasn't a huge fan of. Like I I. I it, it obviously it works in certain situations like Avatar. You know, I thought that the 3D boom that came after that was completely <clears throat> necessary. I thought it was too. I did like that 3D, uh, 3D TV though. Yeah. I actually enjoyed watching uh, watching that. Yeah. But I don't think I can do it for everything I watched on TV. That kind of faded too. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Yeah. Well, people were getting sick. But. Uh, you know, people were getting headaches, remember? And people yeah. were getting, like, physically ill from it. Yeah. Um, 3D at the theater is cool, but I think it's more 
I think it's Kohler for. It sounds weird, but I think 3D fits more into the 1950s and 60s horror. And yeah. Shit like I that. What yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really fit in today's times. Yeah. I remember when I saw Jaws 3 in 3D, I was like, oh, cool, a spear. Look yeah. at that spear coming at me. Look at that bony hand. Yeah. And I just got sick of wearing the glasses, but I couldn't take them off. And I was, you know what I mean? I I don't know. Like, I remember going to see Space Hunter. Yeah. And that was cool in 3D. Yeah. But, like, I was but looking also... looking back on it now, I yeah. bet you if you put them glasses on now and looked at it now, it'd be oh, a lot yeah. different. Oh, yeah. You know like, what I mean? I think, like, 3D took le- took some major leaps. I mean, you know, I, I, the 3D in Avatar is amazing. And that was, like, the technology... Is what you know push that push that movie, you know. Yeah. And it was it was mind blowing at that time, and you know, I think a digital 3D effect is, is still like. I mean, I, I what what when I see I, I remember seeing I, the Force Awakens. I watched the Force Awakens in 3D once, and uh-huh. um, that was cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the depth perception, like, that, that scene where, like, you know, Kylo Ren, you know, he ignites his lightsaber in the forest, and it's, like, right there in front of you, you know. I mean, show like that was cool. Um, but overall, like, I just thought, like, the 3D explosion of, like, the early 2010s was, like, really unnecessary. Like, so much of it was, like, so unnecessary, but, like, but it was, like, such a thing. That like, like shit just got rushed into being done, right? You know, and and well, things were also filmed on non 3D cameras, and they were later digitally enhanced. To be 3D, yeah, yeah, correct. But the ones that were done on three three D cameras were actually pretty good. Yeah, right. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that was Avatar, and like for Jackass, they used those same fucking cameras that they used for Avatar. The film Jackass 3. <laughs> you know, there's great use of that technology. Yeah, um, right. But, like, you're right. Like, other shit. Like, I, I remember when we, went to, when we went to go see uh, Clash of the Titans. That was in 3D. And you could yeah. tell, like, the only thing that was, like, really in 3D that looked good was, like, the digital effects. Like, with, at the end with the Kraken and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, Perseus riding uh, the Pegasus and, and like, flying through like the tentacles and stuff of the the kraken was really that was phenomenal but any other effect those in 3d sucked yeah you're right yeah yeah (laughs) one last tidbit before we go and i want to touch on this that's not, not not a deep subject but uh number one you know, Elvira just turned 70. Mm-hmm. And she will be celebrating her 40th anniversary of doing Elvira um, with a special horror marathon on Shudder. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Cassandra Peterson turns 70 this week. She is the uh, AKA Elvira. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find what the date is for this. Uh, September 25th. So coming up in the next uh, week or so. The Saturday, September 25th at 8 p.m. Um, the special will be released on demand to all Shutter platforms uh, beginning Monday, September 27th. So you can watch it live. Which you'll be able to do because next week we're going to be at the Nerd Corner. So you'll be able to come right. home and watch this. That's, that's exciting news. And yeah. then, uh, Or you can watch it on demand afterwards. Yeah. So I mean I know you've you've met Cassandra Peterson at, at a mm-hmm. con. Um, the, the, does a a Elvira 40th anniversary movie marathon excite you at all? Yeah, what is she going to be? What movies are she going to do? Um, I haven't gotten. I don't have any list of the movies that, that, that they're going to be doing. How long is the marathon going? Yeah, twenty four hours or. Um, that is, none of that information I have. Hmm. Hold on. Uh, similar in a similar vein to movie Bacab, Elvira's special includes musty lineup of forgotten favorites. Movies include Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, House on Haunted Hill, the 1959 version, nice. City of the Dead, and Messiah of Evil. This section is sure to pull on nostalgia strings of anyone who grew up watching Elvira introduce classic and public domain horror films with their Clever critique and alluring anecdotes. Yeah. Um, hearing Elvira comment on her own film, Elvira, Mr. This Dark, is an absolute must-see. So that's going to be something that will be interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Have you heard anything about this, um, what is it, Day of the Dead? Or is it Dawn of the Dead? Series? A little bit. I haven't delved into it too much. Um, yeah. I've been meaning to, and it just kind of like I get distracted. You know, I see something shiny, I get distracted. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I just, del- I'll delve into it, yeah. Uh, just curious. Looks interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the Romero stuff is always ripe for expansion. Well, this is going to be a series, so that's even yeah. kind of, you know, versus the movies, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. old, it's going to be different, but even from, you know, even from what I was seeing on TV, I mean, they're digging guts out of somebody, so yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So I'd like to, you know, delve into that a little more. Well, I mean, like, I, you know, you know, Night of the Living Dead, and, you know, when they, they did the remake, Savini did the remake of it. With, with Tony Todd, That's, mm-hmm. I think it's very underrated. I think it's a really good movie, a really good like Same remake of, of of the of that. You know, Zack Schneider's um, Dawn of the Dead. That know, was an amazing remake. It's an amazing remake. Like it like it took the basic concept but really expanded upon it. I thought. Yeah. You know, so like any sort of like if you're gonna do a TV series based upon a Romero property, um, I, I always think like. You know his stuff. It's so heady that it's it it is ripe for like really expanding upon. Right, know? right. Because it's it's not just a horror movie, it's not just a zombie movie. There's always something more to it than just that. So, 
You right. said, yeah, I, I think this is kind of a cool idea. I, I just, I wish I knew more about it or took the time to, to research it more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up too. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, next Saturday, September 25th, you'll be able to see and at least touch me. And Ian's kind of anti-touching. <laughs> but you'll be able to see you'll be able to see us at the nerd corner here in White Oak, Pennsylvania on Lincoln Way. Um yeah. very exciting time. There I was just in there today doing some final check-ins with them. And uh he's excited, they're excited. Uh they're they're doing there's gonna be all sorts of promotions and excitement. Um they're very excited to be working with us. Uh, so, uh, this week is going to be, uh, our first ever recorded live on location show. Right. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be the first time we've actually recorded a show together being in the same room in 18 months, 18 (laughs) plus months. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Um, and that's just gonna be lots of fun excitement we encourage you to come out uh you know it's uh it's a gaming store they they now have a comic book rack so you can nice. check that out um they have uh books uh, i saw they had a bunch of like dragonlance books that they were selling uh they've got uh it's a gaming shop they've got uh, electronic games uh, game game consoles you know uh all sorts of stuff uh but also tabletop games and um you know, your Dungeons and Dragons, your role-playing style games, like all, all sorts. I can't, I, I, I try to do this place justice, and it's like this thing of, like, every time I go in there, I see something new. You know, there's always got something kind of going on. So it's a, it's someplace that I would highly recommend, hey, come on, bring your wallet, spend yeah. a little money, you know, but come see us. Um, maybe I'll have candy that I'll be giving out. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> out of the back of my van down by the river chocolate frogs yeah but no i mean come come on it's gonna be exciting i i'm i'm excited i know i know you're excited oh, yeah, I know they're sure. excited it's gets this is kind of a big big hado for us and uh you know we're, we're hoping to uh you know have a great partnership with the nerd corner and uh and go from there. So I highly encourage you to come out and, uh, and check out all the fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, um, on that note, um, let's remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out yeah. and touch us. You can send us an email like Thad does each and every week, even though we don't read them anymore. And, but you know, if you read, if you send us an email, I'll, I'll certainly touch on it. Let you, you know, acknowledge you. Maybe read a little bit of it. If it's, you know, not profane or a bunch of dick and fart jokes. <laughs> and uh, that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. Our Facebook page is actually, you know, there's a lot more activity on it now. I'm posting stuff. I'm posting our my vlog there. Um, you know, we're posting articles that we, we've kind of gone over here on the show. All sorts of good stuff. So uh, make sure you check that out. Get an idea of what we're not making on the show during the week. Um, and also the Twitter is always a very way to get very good way to get in touch with us i'm very active on twitter um 
you also, uh, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And also with Pod Breed, uh, they are excited to announce that they have officially launched their app on both Google and Apple now. So if you are a Apple uh, iPhone user or a an Android user, you can download the Pod Breed app, and uh, it's a great way to get our show. It's a great way to see the other shows that they have to offer. And also, um, I, I see some stuff where you can do some interactions with us and shit like that. So, uh, I am list, I am on there. So check that out. Uh, it's a great way to um, to get involved. Sure. And as always, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking us out each and every week. Can't thank you enough. And uh, please continue to support our hijinks and/or shenanigans, whichever you prefer. <laughs> And so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.